episode 16 of the Geekishly Toku podcast. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Jonathan, who makes a lot on Twitter, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean. Hello, I'm Snarky Sean on Twitter, or whatever I decide to change it to before this episode comes out, if I decide to change it. I doubt it. I should should have called you Dr. Disco, because that's what you still are. I'm still Dr. Disco. Yes. Because I don't feel like changing it. I really don't. (laughs) That's a good name. Thank you, Doctor Who, for providing me that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um okay we're gonna just jump right into things because just right before we started recording my uh my mic stopped working again just like it did twice last episode so hopefully we can make it through at least a part without it doing again um although this time we actually know that it saves it saves the uh the project so I can just kind of, you know, when it crashes, get out of it, go back in, and start, you know, load the project again. So that works. Backtrack um, and all that fun jazz. Yeah. <coughs> um, okay. Well, we're we're gonna start on kind of a somber note because if you haven't noticed, we're 18 days into the new year. For those that know, we're recording on the 18th. It's been a rough 18 days, as far as the world goes. We've lost quite a few people, and a lot of them to cancer. Uh, yeah, we, we lost Lemmy from Motorhead. Well, a lot of these happened last year as well. So, like from the last time we recorded last year to about now, there have been a lot. Lemmy died a few Lem- days after Christmas. No, uh, Lemmy died actually after the New Year. No, I thought he passed away after Christmas, like sometime after Christmas. I thought he died after the new year. Mm. I was pretty sure he died after the new year. Let me just double check that, because... Because, uh... That was the whole thing, is that we just... It was, like, within, like, a few days, it was, like... It was Lemmy, and then it was Bowie, and then it was Rickman. And it was all no. within, like... December 28th. Oh, okay. Still. So... It still counts... As so far a really bad year for older celebrities, and I yeah. remember when uh, when Lemmy died, he died at age sixty nine because of cancer. Seventy, actually. Seventy. Okay. Well, yeah. Four days Bowie. after his seventieth birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Just Bowie days died. After. Bowie died at sixty nine because of cancer. Days after his birthday, and then. Everybody, everybody, I saw a comment or a tweet saying, like, everybody go guard Ian McClellan and Patrick Stewart. They're fine. They've got time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a rough year. Like, we, we wrote down really Bowie and Rickman because they were kind of the, the more geekish, like, people. The more pop culture. Yeah. Like, Bowie, I knew him as a singer, and the only other thing I knew him from was the the Labyrinth, and that's really what people were talking about was Labyrinth. And then Rickman um, was in dozens of projects, yeah. you know, on died. stage I mean, and behind the ca- and in front of the yeah. camera. If you go to uh, aceofgeeks.com, they did an article about Rickman, and there was uh, there were some YouTube clips in there. Uh, they had one from Die Hard. Uh, they had one from 
uh, Rasputin. They had one from Dogma. Uh, then they had, for Harry Potter, they had a video depicting uh, Snape's timeline from the very beginning. So it was like using Harry Potter's flashbacks from the, the last movie. And I teared up by the end because it was like, at the end, it was like Rip Snape. And I'm like, it's kind of has a double meaning now. So, yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, and those... Galaxy Quest. I forgot Galaxy Quest. <laughs> by Gabthar's Hammer. Yep. They, they had the scene there when uh, the guy who really idolized him was shot and they, uh, Rickman's character actually recited the oath and said you will be revenged or you will be venged and you can just see like the look in the the guy's eyes as he says it and then he dies and it's just like one of those moments it's supposed to be a funny movie and then shit like that happens and yeah but we decided to start off on a somber note just so we can you know build up yeah, it's we haven't had a podcast since well, unless you count the the let's watch, we haven't had a podcast in over a month. So a lot of stuff happened and yeah. we just kind of wanted to get the kind of bad, not kind of bad, the bad stuff out of the way cuz there's a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of it a bunch of nonsense right now, but it'll make sense as yeah. months go on. Yep. But yeah, so, At least they're not dealing with cancer anymore. That's yeah. Hats off and a toast to everybody that we've lost within the past, like, three weeks. Alright. Now on to some comic book TV news. Yeah. Starting off, we've got <clears throat> the Legion pilot from FX that um, it's an X-Men property that Fox bought from Marvel a few months ago um, and they oh, can, added their first cast member. Can I bring something up first before we do that? I, we didn't add this to the list and we probably should have. Oh, what? Um, Marvel announcing that Fantastic Four is not getting any more comics and they're not doing anything with it? For the foreseeable future. Because... Let's face it, nobody wants to watch anything that has to do with the Fantastic Four any movie. Well, uh, anymore. Yeah, the movie rights have all but have been officialized back into Marvel's hands. But the Oh, has it? It's all but. It hasn't been officialized. There's been rumors that because of this Legion and Hellfire being bought from Marvel to Fox, that Fox traded Fantastic Four back. Oh, let's hope so. There's no confirmed then anything it, on it yet, so don't quote me on it, but yeah. they have been... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll quote you on it. I'll quote the hell out of you on but it. But at least in the comic books, they have been... They're now just going to be normal people for the time being because of the events of Secret Wars and Battleground... Or Battle War? Battle Planet? I don't know. One where they There's just, a lot of battle things. The one where they decided to mishmash every universe together and everyone's fighting each other. Sort of, kind of like Flashpoint did with the New 52, but more so multiverse style instead of just one universe. It's going to get confusing really quickly. 
Yeah. But if you love that kind of stuff, I'm already confused. Go for it. <laughs> I am already confused. But yeah, speaking of Legion, oh, uh, <laughs> well, one more thing oh. has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. I'm gonna say it now because it's gonna happen a lot. I live in upstate New York. We just got a lot of snow. We're supposed to get more snow by tomorrow morning. So if you're gonna, you're probably gonna hear a lot of like coal burning dumbass truck drivers drive by. You're gonna hear plows <coughs> go by. There's gonna we're gonna hear people sneezing. You're gonna hear me cough. Uh, you're gonna hear me almost die a few times. Who knows? There's gonna there's gonna be a lot of sounds that are not us talking about random things. So might have my dog bark gonna, a few times. Who knows? So you're, you're, there's gonna be a lot of excess background noise that we really can't cut out right now. So just preparing everybody for what's gonna happen. All right, and now we can get to Legion. Okay. So we have their official first cast member, Rachel Keller, as the female lead in the show, based on the X-Men universe for, for the Fox Channel FX, in conjunction with Marvel Television. So it's not just Fox working on it themselves, like um, how it was with other... Was there any? No, there wasn't. Um, but it's going to be working together with it... Um, she uh, she's currently on Fargo or yeah so yeah there's the connection between Legion and Fargo a second one because Fargo also shares a showrunner um and Brian Singer along with Jeff Loeb and Jim Corey who Brian Singer you know is the X-Men director and the Marvel TV execs Jeff Loeb and Jim Corey will also be involved in the project but other than that, so not much else is known. Well, you see, oh, this is this is Marvel stuff. I was like, so is it possible it's gonna go with like super? No, that's DC. So I, I would have said it would be kind of cool to see a crossover with the show and other ones, but you can't do that because in humans, <laughs> unless you want to be like, oh, there's also mutants, and it's like, well, because you would have to collaborate because. Fox still owns the mutant name. Yeah. So until that changes, that's not going to happen. And even then, this I mean, isn't going to cross over with the X-Men movies either. As someone who hasn't read comics, did they create the Inhumans just because they couldn't use mutants? Inhumans have been a thing as almost as long as the mutants have. Okay, I was going to say. before They were there before the movies even were a thought it's okay. just it's kind of like so then it would be it would be possible to do a agents of shield legion crossover uh, problem being that marvel doesn't the pr- <laughs> there's a lot of well, problems that you would have to go through well, especially since yeah. they're on two separate networks two separate competing yeah, I networks too. See, something yeah. like Flash and Supergirl can cross over because CBS co-owns the CW with Warner yeah. Brothers. So that could happen. But something like an ABC-Fox crossover, the stars would have to align in such a way and everything would have to fall together perfectly for it to even be a thought, let alone yeah. an actual thing. Yeah. 
but the article goes on to say no word yet on um, who will star in the title role of Professor X's son, uh, David Holler. Diagnosed with schizophrenia, um, discovers that his the voices he hears and visions he sees might actually be real. But so so it's the okay. So essentially, it's. You have schizophrenia. No, actually, you're just a mutant, and the voices you hear are real. Yeah. But, but there's no... It'll be interesting if Legion connects X-Men to the greater Marvel Universe, but I doubt it, because it, yeah. it's still under the whole Fox umbrella. So even with um, Rachel Keller being cast, we still don't really know who she'll play. Um, like, other than she'll play the scrappy, optimistic female lead. Unknown if she's a mutant or not, but there are rumors... She probably will be. But rumors are her character may have powers possibly tied to the Human Torch, which I'm quoting directly from the Marvel Report article. So... Interesting. We'll see. I don't know. How would how would it be tied to the Human Torch? Like her, like his daughter? No, more so powers might be similar in nature. Well, how, how would they be tied to the Human Torch? No, like if you, idea. like if it like if it was just similar powers, it would have said possibly similar to Human Torch. But if they're quote unquote tied to Human Torch, that means either he is no longer Human Torch and now she is. Or she's he his son. Possibly could have caused the reaction for her ex gene to turn on, and exactly. that's how it would be that's... tied. More so, like that sort of possible tie. Like he caused something to happen to then cause her powers to activate. Yeah, that sort of makes more sense. But, so, as I mentioned earlier, um, Legion will not be part of the same film universe as the X-Men movies are, so it'll be its own little separate thing. Um, This also ties into the uh, Hellfire Club show, which is another Fox show that was bought from Marvel. But, as of right now, that show is now in limbo because their showrunners decided to uh uh you know run away with their legs caught between their legs well their tail caught between their legs fun so originally the project of left insiders close close to the project say that it most likely won't go to project this season so it's probably going to sit around like krypton on sci-fi and yeah Hopefully it doesn't get cancelled like Titans was. Because Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a really risque show. <laughs> that that'll be a really risque show. Holy shit. Well, they probably will have well, it's if it's gonna be on FX, they might be able to get away with it. Yeah. I mean every single woman is wearing a corset, pushing up their boobs, and essentially in thongs and really long boots. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of them. Like, like I don't. 
like you can tell all of this art is copy and pasted. Every single woman looks exactly the same except the hair. All of the suits look exactly the same. The hair pretty much looks exactly the same on the first Well, team. even look at the guys. With the exception of the two more portly men, the yeah. suits themselves are copy-paste designs as, long, as well as their body types. Yeah, those fucking thighs, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, that was the time in comics when th- guys' thighs were just massive for no reason. They were just massive. And Power Ranger still hasn't stopped doing that. Yeah, no, yeah. So, continuing on. So, they're searching for a new writer for the Hellfire show. Um, so, it still says the series is on track uh, because Fox wants to get it right. Oh, that's Fox. I don't think they'll succeed in that. But should Hellfire go to series and, sh- and should Fox renew Gotham, Fox will have both major comic distributors have shows on their channel. Like, on their main channel. So this one would actually be on their main channel. Yeah. So you'd have a Marvel show on FX and a DC show on Fox. Well, if Hellfire goes on Fox as well. Oh, yeah. But. Which is surprising. You'd think Marvel wouldn't allow them to do that. Like, you're either going to use Marvel stuff or nothing at all. It all depends on if they renew Gotham or not, which I haven't looked at the numbers for Gotham because I really haven't been paying attention to it. Not a lot of people have. This season, so... I mean, I'm going to watch it at some point. I'm just kind of busy. I mean, like, like in a perfect world, DC and Marvel actually wouldn't give a shit about each other and we'd have a, you know, Avengers Justice League crossover movie spectacular thing. There were comics... That would not... That would not be like, oh no, superheroed people, we don't know who they are, thus war happens. Can we just not do that anymore, please? Like, can't you be like, hey, uh, you're a superhero. Or it's like, you have powers, I'm nervous. Oh no, I'm actually good. And then give all the examples. Like, okay, yeah, we're good. And then move on. Because the otherwise you string it out into, you know, Batman versus Superman. And it's a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But... We'll see. Uh, but there have... I mean, there have been some little things about Agent Carter, which season two premieres on Tuesday. Tomorrow. Or, tom- or not tomorrow. Yeah. Well, tomorrow's Tuesday. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting today's Monday. I keep... We usually, we usually record on, like, Thursdays or Fridays. Yeah. Well, we're doing this today so we don't split up the Legends of Tomorrow pilot into two separate weeks away from each other. Yeah. Like we did with Doctor Who, because that was kind of bugging me. Yep. But m- this isn't something that you're too interested in, at least to my knowledge, with uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and the Defenders series on Netflix. And, I mean, you stated your opinion several times before, but I just wanted to get uh-huh. this out there, because there have been, there was the teaser image, there was the trailer out, and now we have a date for when... Um, Daredevil Season 2 comes back and Marvel doing the ballsiest move possible it's on the same day as Batman vs. Superman 
March 25th. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty ballsy move, but it's not like it's a movie on the same day. So it's not like direct competition. It's more so people who can't get to the movie theaters at least will have something to watch. It's still pretty funny, though, that they did that. Because originally Batman versus Superman and Captain America uh, Civil War were slated for the same day. But Batman versus Superman moved. So, thought that was interesting of note. Well, in, in a perfect world, Batman vs. Superman bombs, <laughs> but it won't because comic book movies, know, DC fanatics. Yeah, yeah. And on the same train as uh, Daredevil, uh, season two, we it has been confirmed that we are getting the Punisher, played by uh, John Barenthal, who most people would know as Shane from The Walking Dead. Um, he's also voicing he's also voicing uh, Trigon in the new uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans animated film that's coming out later this year so that's cool I I don't know how I feel about that not that not whole like him voicing thing but just Teen Titans versus again versus I, I hate versus like Oh, well, there's, there's got to be conflict. I'm like, yes, there can be conflict. People can rub each other the wrong way. But don't be like, yeah, they're actually going to fight each other and they're going to have, like, Man of Steel-type destruction. It's like, really? Is this really needed? Well, in an animated film, you, you, know, you can't get away with it. Yeah, I know, but, like, you know, you, you can't have good people, again, have, like, the conflict and be like, I don't know if you're good. Are you really good? Yes, I'm good, and these are the reasons. And they look them up, and they go, yes, okay, I guess you're good, and then we move on. No, it's got to be like, we have to find out if you're good through combat. Like, really? Is that really necessary? Can't we just, like, move on from this, please? <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, that's... Whatever. It, it, it's, it's a common thing in Common Rider, too. It's constantly like, new writer, they fight. Oh, now they're friends. Okay, moving on. Yeah, like, I mean, really? that's gonna happen. But, yeah. We, we can't just have two good guys show up, realize they're good guys, and then fight together. No, it's got to be good guys show up, they have conflict, they fight for a couple episodes, or in case of a movie, uh, you know, 30 minutes or so, and then they're like, oh, okay, no, you're good, okay, yeah, okay, we can move on now. Yeah. <laughs> and then back to this... Um... Okay, this article says it's coming back March 18th, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Um, though uh, Netflix and Marvel are prepping a Punisher series spinning off from Daredevil. Yep. Um, with the success of Jessica Jones and Daredevil, with the high anticipation for the other two in the Defenders miniseries, it really comes as no surprise that... Netflix and Marvel would want to sort of team up and make a spinoff as well, which I mean, there's there's good good early buzz. Okay, <laughs> it's my tablet. Sorry, <laughs> um, I totally forgot that. Okay, <laughs> um, but. There's been some good buzz about him as the character, which might be interesting. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, nor do I... It's not anywhere near available to the press yet. 
So we'll see when it happens, and I will let you guys know. But um, I'll have to double check that because apparently this one's saying that it's coming March 18th when I said it was coming back on the 25th. I may have just found some new information. Just going to double check that because I'm confused. But I'm also just confused in general 99% of the time. Um, okay, Wikipedia says it's coming back on the 18th, so scratch what I just said like 10 minutes ago about it being a ballsy <laughs> move on Marvel's part. Because I got some new information. You know, reading the articles before I do this should be a thing, and I keep saying this to myself every single time. Yeah. But I still don't. But... And on that same topic of season two, Jessica Jones, which is by far one of my favorite um, Marvel shows at the moment, is coming back for season two. And season two is going to be more so of a life after Kilgrave. Because if you've seen season one, you know what happens. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, because I don't know I feel who like, has watched it or not, to be honest. I feel I feel like at this point, you know, I, I feel like we've reached the point where spoilers can be a thing. Like you don't want to spoil, you know, The Force Awakens because it's still in theaters. Whereas Jessica Jones has been out for like what two months now. Yeah. And if you haven't watched all of it, you know, it's. I mean, you've watched all of it. Uh huh. With as many shows as you have, as many shows as you have backed up, you've watched it. <laughs> well, I kind of had to because I was writing reviews for the Marvel, Marvel Report, Report, so. Yeah. But, I mean, still. And also, like, it's a thing I, I do I've, when I'm I've, with my girlfriend. I watch this, I watch Game of yeah. Thrones, I watch Daredevil. <clears throat> I just, I just feel like at this point... Spoilers are out the window. Of course, my reviews haven't so, been posted yet, so you won't be able to see them until they get posted. Because someone's lagging behind, and they need to get on top of it. I don't know who. I'm not going to point fingers. I don't care. I have other things I need to kind of worry about. Does anybody from the Marvel Report actually listen to this? I doubt it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Hmm. So... Keeping in the MCU, we've got Doctor Strange, which... Is that supposed to come out this year? November? Uh, sneak... Sneak... Yeah, well, the the Entertainment Weekly thinks a sneak peeks at 2006's... 2016's... 2016's hottest movies, TV shows, and more. So I guess maybe? Okay, because we've got... But... It, can I just say, when I look at the cover of this, there's one thing I can think of, and you know what that is? Huh. Uh. Of course you would think of Wizard. Of course you would think I of actually, Wizard. I actually, I actually wanted to play the original, not that one, so that's kind of my fault. But yeah, that's what I can think of. I think I think of either that or Magic Ranger. Or Mystic Force, whatever. But yeah, that's what I think of. Because Spell Seals. Yeah, definitely... 
but this will actually finally introduce magic into the MCU. <clears throat> They've been, you know, trotting over it saying it's just science, it's just science, it's just science. It's, it, it's then, oh yeah, it's uh, 2016. So it'll be like November of 2016, well, I believe. Well, it's it's introducing magic to the, oh yeah, MCU. Okay, yeah, okay, never mind. Again, as soon as like you're you're introducing magic, they've already introduced magic. They had Constantine. That's DC. Shut up. <laughs> That's DC. Shut up. Yeah. Again, that's which, the reason why I'm we, here is to help him remember uh, which one's which. Yeah. Because <laughs> because you know, kind of going off topic for a second, they did say that uh, Legends of Tomorrow was possibly getting a rotating cast. It's an anthology In series, that, so it would make sense to do yeah. so. So it's very possible that Constantine will be part of one of the casts. So, yay! As long and as then hopefully, if they hopefully if they do that, they'll actually put the uh, the series on Netflix. Because <sighs> I got excited when you told me Constantine was on, and Netflix. then you found like, out it was yes! just oh, it's just a Keanu it was Reeves just movie. Neo like, fighting oh. demons. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. But we also got a director for Black Panther. Finally. Yep. Uh, it's uh, Ryan Coogler. Uh, he best known for directing the movie Creed. No, not the band. Apollo Creed. <laughs> I keep saying that and people look at me like I'm crazy. Like, they made a movie about the band Creed. I'm like, no. Who in their well, right mind like, would do that? I, I feel like if you said the movie Creed and then they automatically went to the band, I'd be like, where the hell have you been the past year? Have you not seen anything that has to do with the movie? Where have you been since Creed fell off the map? That too. <laughs> like, did you just wake up from being asleep past like 1995? Since like 2003, maybe. I don't know. But I don't know when Creed. I don't know when Creed became a thing. <sighs> they weren't ever a thing. Well, they kind of were for a little while. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> During the whole grunge rock phase. Yeah, but yeah, he worked with that, and um, so Black Panther. For those of you who for some reason don't know the character um he is the king of wakanda who takes the mantle of black panther wakanda being a fictional african country that has cut itself off from like the mass civilization they kind of their own self-sufficient civilization where yeah they're they're really advanced and they have this item mm -hmm. Mineral called vibranium. It absorbs kinetic energy, and it does all this fancy, fancy nonsense. It's part of what is in Captain America's shield. It's what lines Black Panther's that. suit. <laughs> yep. It, it's fancy. Um, now, is I know Black Panther's story. Shit, was it from? Was it from Young Justice or Justice League? Those are both DC. Well, this I, is I know. Again, what the fuck? You might be thinking Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Am I? Because I know there was a cartoon where they did that. Well, there's also a Black Panther cartoon that was on BET. 
No, that's definitely not. <laughs> I actually like, watched that entire actual, series. It wasn't bad. It was an actual it was an actual origin story for him. And I it was probably Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Because he was introduced in Earth's Mightiest Heroes as well. And yeah. Because they did the whole thing of um like Black Panther finding out about the Avengers and he makes his way into the Avengers Mansion, yeah. The Avengers Mansion and stuff. That was like Earth's that. Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I I apparently can't think straight today. So Serious case of the Mondays. Yeah, seriously. It shouldn't be, because it's not like I have a job or anything mm-hmm. where I would have the ca- serious case of the Mondays. It's just, I can't think straight, apparently. <laughs> and you haven't been drinking. I have been. Nope. Well, I mean, I'm drinking, just not alcohol. It's three o'clock. Uh-huh. I had lunch. I needed a beer. <laughs> As the saying goes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. In Austin, Texas. It's just past 5.30. Oh, for yeah, for Central Time, yeah. Just 5.30 for Central Time. Yep. Okay. The best part about this is the movie is going to be primarily a black cast because it's mostly going to be set in Wakanda. Yeah. And it's probably one of the first times that most of us have heard of a huge studio like Marvel doing a primarily black slash minority film with a primarily black slash minority like directing staff because if you don't know Ryan Coogler is a black director well directing staff yes cast cast is a little bit more well it's like understandable but like like director and stuff like that is where it's Is where it gets like, you know, first time production crew, almost fully black people. But we'll see as more of that happens. This movie won't be out until 2018, so we've got some time. Uh, Captain Captain America Civil War will have Black Panther there. So this movie will be more of an origin story for the character. Like how Spider-Man's supposed to show up in Civil War. But next year, we're supposed to get a solo Spider-Man film. Yep. So. And people are going to be lined up to be like, Andrew Garfield's was better. Tobey Maguire's was better. No, those are just different movies. And I'm going to smack their heads together and be like, shut up. Go watch the movie. Andrew Garfield's? Andrew Garfield's? Maybe. But Tobey Maguire's? Not so much. I will just tell them to shut up, go see the movie... And move on with their lives. Yeah. Because as the nostalgia critic said in his review of the last Airbender movie, it doesn't matter how bad the movie was. Because the other, because the television show is still there. It's still good. It's also not... It's still good. It's also like Power Rangers and Super Sentai. It doesn't ruin each other. The fact that exactly. Super Megaforce was shitty doesn't ruin Gokaiger. Right. And we'll have a bigger discussion on that later. Seriously. Because we're going to have to have that discussion. Yeah. So, shifting gears over to the DC TV universe, because we don't have anything else to talk about with Marvel. They've, they've, nope. We got all our news out for there. So, 
we've got Flash news. We've got a little bit of Arrow news. I couldn't find any Supergirl news. I couldn't find any Gotham news because I didn't feel like searching for Gotham news. Nobody does. Wait. There might be Legends of Tomorrow news, though. Forgot to check that. Besides the fact that it premieres this Besides week? the fact that it premieres this week with half of the pilot, the pilot is a two-hour thing, and it's split between so, two So, and they're weeks. not going to air... Oh, they're not going to air the whole thing? That is dumb. Why do you think I wanted to record now instead of Friday? Yeah, that's a good point. Because they're splitting it that between really two dumb. weeks. A little bit. Oh, okay. I'm just going to quickly, quickly mention this. Um, because I forgot to add this news in. But we're going to have Ra's al Ghul in Legends of Tomorrow. Um... AKA Merlin? No, the actual original Ra's al Ghul. Because it's a time the one that it's died. a time travel show. Gotcha. Yeah. Legends of point. Tomorrow also casts a female love interest for Sarah. Interesting. In the seventies. Uh they also added Firefly's Jules Dayet. I don't know how to pronounce so the last we name. Say- so is it like official that Sarah's character is a lesbian, or is she just bisexual? Bisexual. Because bisexual. we've only seen her with a woman, mm-hmm. and all of her. Oh right, yeah. Wow, I'm an idiot. See, I'm not thinking well, straight today. Apparently, I my mind you didn't wrap you didn't see season one. Today. That's why. Of Arrow, you yeah, did, did see season one. Yeah, I thought you only saw season three. No, I saw season one and like half of season two, and then I stopped, and then I started with season three. Okay, okay, that that makes me feel a little bit better then. <laughs> okay, yeah. like I I know the whole story of the shipwreck and okay, good, good. The the father killing himself. All right, good, good. And then one last little Legends of Tomorrow news: Jonah Hex is uh, going to be showing up in this season. Who's Jonah Hex? Um, I'll send you the link. See, again, if for, for people that might be just listening for the first time, I know very next to nothing about lore for comics. I like these shows, and I would like to like read comics, but I can't afford to. And there's no like, hey, just go down to your local comic book shop thing around here. So, well, I mean, there is scans online that you can find, but I don't recommend that. Yeah. Like, I know there's a website. Yeah. Um, like, Comixology or something like Comixology, that? Comixology, there's the DC Comics web uh, app. There's also a Marvel Comics app as well. But, Do you have to pay for them, I'm guessing? Um, You'll have to pay for the comics, yeah. I actually want to see if the app is free. The app is like free, that. but you have to purchase the comics and like sign up for a website, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, apparently, Jonah Hex has yet to be cast, but he's supposed to show up in the 11th episode. Which goes to show how close to airing that they film these things. Yeah. Um, but... Um, since they're gonna do a story set in the Old West, they basically have to include Jonah Hex, because he is an Old West sort of character. He He's kind of like a sheriff sort of-esque character um there's we really don't have that much to go over in terms of that but if you really are interested 
look it up. There was a movie a while back that, again, not tied to Man of Steel or Batman vs. Superman at all. It's kind of just its own little thing. And, yeah. So, back to Flash. Um, because I totally decided to get sidetracked for a second. Um, we've got some very good news for those of you who enjoyed Robbie Amell on the show. For all of, like, seven episodes. Um, he's going to return, <laughs> but not as the Ronnie Raymond we know um, he's going to be Earth 2's Ronnie Raymond, and will be playing the dark version of Firestorm, known as Deathstorm, which is kind of crazy. Because evil. Well, and in that vein, he's also going to be with Earth 2's version of Caitlyn Snow, who is going to be Killer Frost. We saw her in the little, that when the Flash decided to travel through time and all that, we saw the Legends of Tomorrow little s- snippet. And the Caitlyn is Killer Frost snippet. So, yeah. Oh, and uh, Killers, Killer Frost and Deathstorm? They are, in fact, a couple. They are a supervillain couple. Interesting. Yeah. So that should be fun. Um, but, Yeah. And in Arrow and Flaro crossover news, Diggle's gonna just show up in an episode of Arrow. <laughs> he's just gonna be like, "I'm Diggle," and he's gonna do Diggle yep. stuff. He's actually there to help Barry take on King Shark, who actually escaped from Argus. So, yeah, <laughs> that was sort of the reason. That's the reason why he's showing up, um, because him and Lila, or yeah, Lila, Diggle's wife. They're going to show up and help Barry take down King Shark. And if you didn't know, King Shark is also from Earth 2. And it was the first time that... uh... Was it? No. It was Harrison Wells. Yeah, it was the first time Harry shows up and helps out Barry. That was like, what, a few episodes ago? So, that would be fun. Um, oh, we also get a description for the episode that's premiering tomorrow, but I don't think this is going to be out on Tuesday, so that might not help. Um, uh, how about you take this one? Oh, I'm sorry. I've been, like, listening, but I've also been, like, downloading the comic apps. Oh, yeah. I have the DC Comicsology app. Okay, so we're on the the director one. Yep. This will be interesting. Yeah? Uh, I'm, I'm, curi- I'm curious as, like, I feel like it's not going to be different. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Good timing. Okay, well, you're going to have to take this one in. Okay. Well, while that is happening, I guess I'll just have to take this one then. So, Kevin Smith, you know, that guy who does all those movies where he just plays a really silent dude. He also wrote a Batman comic a while back with the Green Hornet. He's kind of a huge nerd. 
who loves just wearing hockey jerseys randomly. Kevin Smith um, at the TCAs announced that he was going to be directing an episode of The Flash. Um, he's also going to be hosting the uh, DC special titled Dawn of Ju- the Justice League special that's on Tuesday after The Flash. Um, he's going to be hosting it along with Jeff Johns, the CCO of DC Comics. So, I mean, it's not going to be any different. It, there might be a little bit of a Kevin Smith flair to it. But if you don't know his directing style, you're not going to notice anything. It's just a fun little yeah, I, fandom tidbit. Yeah, I feel like it's not going to be that different of a show. Like people are like, "Oh, he's he's, you know, he he's going to direct." So, it's it's kind of a it's a big thing. I'm like, "It's cool." I I really don't feel like it's going to change anything. Like it's not all of a sudden going to be like a brand new show because you know he's directing it. It's just going to be he directs an episode. Cool. Okay. It's like when, like in um, Supernatural, every now and again you'll get a cast member who directs the, an episode. Or Psych did it as well. Um, and a lot, a lot of other shows that have been long running, the actors kind of like delve into directing a little bit just for funsies, because yeah. you know they've been around for so freaking long. Why the hell not? Like uh, Paul Schreier, he did it for an episode or two of Power Rangers. Yeah. So there you go. It happens. Okay. <laughs> so now, without further ado, I'll let you take this one. Uh, list, list, list. Turtle. Turtle, turtle. Yeah, turtle, turtle. Turtle. Now, for those of you who don't get that uh, reference, you're too young to be listening to this. I kid. But. <laughs> uh, Flash casts Battlestar Galactica's Aaron Douglas as the turtle. Uh, well, I won't lie, I don't know who the turtle is. Uh, so there's that fact. Um,. I watched all of probably 30 minutes of the Battlestar Galactica pilot. After that, I stopped watching. <laughs> I haven't watched the so, series either. I just, I'm just i actually reading it right now, and I'm kind of just laughing. Uh, it's a surprising funny twist. Cisco, Carlos Valdez, has actually been hunting the turtle the entire series. Wow, just kind of shoehorned that <laughs> in, didn't you? Uh, to very surprise, everybody knows about Cisco's hunt for the great white whale, which is the turtle. <laughs> he's the he's the only one who didn't know about it for reasons. Apparently, we love the idea that there was a villain out there that they all know about, but they just haven't bothered to tell the audience about yet. All Barry wants to do is get faster because if he can get faster, he can take on Zoom. He's going up against a villain who is literally slowing him down. Feels big emotional. This sounds like your stereotypical everything serious. We need a funny episode. Episode. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, the with and... the villain that he's going up against, it's literally slowing him down. Uh, there's a villain who literally just slows down time. He is a roid mute. Essentially, yeah. For those that don't know Tokusatsu, it's a villain from Kamen Rider. So. Yeah. I mean, if you only listen to half this podcast, you're missing some fun, crazy shenanigans in the later half. 
<laughs> you won't understand any of it, but it's shenanigans. It's all shenanigans. <laughs> we rant a lot about fruit-loving overlords and, you know. Uh, space God Fruit Jesus, as yep. I like to call him. <laughs> yep. Guys with big tires on their suits. Guys who wear jackets who are supposedly dead but not dead at the same time. Yeah. And spandex-clad, multicolored people. Fighting giant people in robot suits. <laughs> and rubber suits. It's all fun in games. Until something really just kills our soul. Like Overdrive. I was going to say Ninja, but, you know. That too. Although, like I said, I will admit the movie wasn't bad. But that's getting to a different subject. But yeah, so that's The Flash. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're going to expect. At least with the first couple episodes. There's not much else going on. We know that he's still yeah. battling Zoom. We know that Zoom is Zoom. We still don't know who he is. And that there's a snowblower going on outside. Nope, that was That a was a car. Okay. That was a car. Okay. All right. Glad to see that we figured that one out. Yep. Um, and in unrelated Arrow news, uh, John Barrowman's going to get his own comic. Which you can actually get on the DC Comics... Uh app on tablet because I just loaded it up and it was there. It was called The Dark Archer. Yep. I think that's what it's called, correct? Yeah, The Dark Archer. It is currently on the DC Comics app for 99 cents if you wish to buy it. Yep. yep. I'm probably not going to read it. I can't read it. Well... Technically speaking, I could, since I have like six bucks on my my bank account, but... I don't have yeah. time to read comic books anymore. If I can fit in a time to read a comic book, I'm reading a issue of Hellblazer from 1980-something. Well, everybody can fit in reading a comic. I mean, what if you got to take a dump? You go to the bathroom, you sit down, you pull out the comic, and you read it. No, I'm playing comics Pokemon. Aren't that long. I'm playing Pokemon Shuffle when I'm in the bathroom. Just aggressively playing Pokemon on my phone. Is that the one I have on here? It's like the... I know I downloaded a Pokemon it's like game. The, yeah, Pokemon Shuffle. Yeah, I have that. Like the Bejeweled game or I, whatever. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while, but I haven't. But yeah, Still waiting on Pokemon uh, Go to come out, so I'll let you guys know when that happens. <laughs> I think they'll figure it out before the podcast comes out. Oh yeah, out. definitely. <laughs> I'll be Let's recording see, a uh, podcast from outside searching for a Pokemon. Yeah. In the special... The comic will take place between third and fourth seasons of Arrow. will be written by none other than John Barrowman. Barrowman's writing it himself? Oh, yes! Along with his sister, Carol. The comic will consist of 12 chapters and will be released bi-weekly, and then later as a collected single-print edition. Or as we call trade paperbacks cover looks pretty sick too I do love that outfit the, the like uh, Ra's al Ghul minion outfit there's also these type of assholes motorcycle guys those are snowmobiles illegally driving on sidewalks but they do it all the time and nobody catches them doing it 
if I had a potato gun, I would just fire it at them. It has to be specifically a potato gun. Like, we used to have a tree in front of our house. I really wish I could tie a string to go from our front porch all the way to the tree. So then you just get snowmobilers that drive by and just get a hoing. It, it has, just, like, it has fall to be fishing line, though. Oh, yeah, it would be something thin. It has to be thin, translucent. Either that or, like, a giant thing of, like, plastic like uh, plastic wrap. That would work. Because I feel like fishing line at the wrong angle could do something really bad. But, you know. Uh, so, pretty much with the dark, the, the dark uh, archer, it's pretty much just comics coming, written by Barrowman and his sister. Twelve chapters, bi-weekly. Again... You want to read it. It's already out. DC Comics app. Or, I don't know if it's out there. Physical copy. I'm not sure. Check your local comic book store. Bingo. And if it's, Check online. See if it's and there. And if you want to wait for the full volume collection of it, it's probably going to be at Barnes & Noble. Probably. it's gonna. It'll be everywhere because people will eat it up. Exactly. Oh, there we go. Starting next week. January 13th. So, yeah. So, the first episode is out. Okay. And the last bit of Arrow news and the last bit of Geek news. Actress Megalyn Echikunwoke, if that's how you pronounce her last name. I'm sorry if I butchered your last name and you for some reason happen to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> then thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the She's the voice of Vixen in the little animated Vixen miniseries that CW had going. Well... She's going to be in live action. She's going to be physically there, and shit's going to happen, and... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. See, now, my question is... Let's see. Uh, it doesn't say... Because what I'm curious about is if this... After the animated series? It's going to take place after. Or before? It's going to take place okay. after. Because once this, if you once you watch it, you'll see that she's being chased by I Oliver saw, and Barry. And I, I saw a small clip because they had like inside the Vixen and they did this thing where, where uh, Oliver and Barry were animated. Uh-huh. But she'll so. actually be in the 15th episode of the season... And, um... To air on February 24th. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's like, wait, 15th episode? Oh, of the season. Right, because it was, like, mid-season break. Yeah, that's right. I keep thinking it's, like, an entirely new season, but it's not. I mean, it might as it well be, because and... a lot of things change. And they always go oh, mid-season yeah. finale, where shit just hits the fan. Yeah, like uh, Felicity being shot and is apparently going to be paralyzed. Oracle much? What do you mean? She She's basically going to become the Oracle, Batman's Oracle to Oliver. Oh, okay. I don't know who the Oracle is. Uh, she was originally one of the Batgirls, but the Joker paralyzed her from the waist down so she stays in the bat cave and does basically what felicity does already oh okay but oracle was already established well before the show yeah but yeah this is exciting so yeah 
Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is this is cool, especially because I want to know: did they think it was going to go to live action, or was it just more of like we want to do this fun thing and then it's over? But then people are like, no, we want to see more. So then they're like, all right, she's gonna be in the show then. Um, it probably was like they're just doing it as a one-off, just because they can, sort of like with what like, like Constantine. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe she'll show up again in. Uh... Um, Legends, Legends of Tomorrow, or be like sort of a kind of recurring character in Arrow. That too, I'm good with either. I mean, think, you're going to have reoccurring characters anyway. Like you know, Sarah's going to be on Legends of Tomorrow. You know that she's going to somehow end up back on Arrow for an episode or whatever. Just wait till that cripple everything triple is, crossover happens. Like Marvel uses, it's all connected, but I feel like they should stop using that and give it to DC so they can use it for their television shows because everything is connected except Gotham because nobody gives a shit about Gotham. <laughs> you know, it's like everything on CBS and CW is connected. We have to. I don't know if the reports are confirmed yet for the Flash slash Supergirl crossover, but if that is going to happen. Then we could use that whole it's connected moniker. Because yeah. we'll have aliens, we'll have metahumans, we'll have magic, and then we'll have goddamn time travel. Yeah, and then if this whole Legion thing, or not, what not, Le- yeah, Legion thing goes through and ends up on FX, and CBS and Fox can play happy, then who knows? It can be even more connected. Legion's a Marvel property. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> This is what was I thinking? No, I was. That's what I was thinking of, and it was just uh, fuck me. No thanks. Okay, you know that's that's everything. Vixen, cool, gonna be an arrow, possibly Flash. That's that's all we've got for geek news. We're actually gonna we're gonna take a break and come back, and we're gonna talk about something that I can actually do coherently. So we'll be back after the break while Sean laughs at me hysterically. <laughs> we'll see you after Bye, the guys. break. Welcome back. We're going to talk about stuff I actually know things about now. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, you still might fumble a few times, but he, you know, he laughed. We'll see. He laughed for a good five <laughs> minutes in the break, and then when we were talking, I laughed again because he he made another mistake. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, welcome to the Toku part where I'm gonna be eating because it's 7:30 at night and I haven't eaten anything all day. So yay. So, <clears throat> to get us started <clears throat> on something that I personally don't really care too much about, but I feel should be out there because I don't think anyone else has talked about this yet. Because this was posted literally about 24 hours ago. Yeah. And there's going to be... So we all know, we kind of know that Garo did an animation series... Yeah, well, now we're going to get it in English, because weeaboos. Mm-hmm. What not. Um, it's going to premiere March 15th on the Funimation app streaming service thing. So no one has been... No cast information has been provided. So, yeah. Cool. Um... I have watched, How do you feel about that? Well, I I haven't watched the anime. I've watched I've watched to see. I've watched the full season the first full season of Garo. There were a couple specials and I think I was going to start watching the second full season, but Overtime's website was really acting up at the time, so I just said screw it, I'm not watching them right now. And that was like three months ago. Three to four months ago. So, I don't hate Garo. I used to not like it because it kind of had like a, a Daredevil-ish type feel to me. But I went back and I watched it. And it was it, either my outlook on certain things have changed or just what, whatever. But I actually enjoyed it and I watched it. So, I would recommend it to people. Again, it's a more darker tokusatsu type show so if you're not really into that type of stuff and you want the more happy-go-lucky like tokyuger type show then definitely don't watch this i don't know what the anime has but because i haven't i haven't watched it so it's 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 whatever <laughs> all right and moving on to stuff that we actually watch the teaser images, this was released like a month ago, but since we're here now, and not then, um, we get a quick look at the, I uh, don't know if this is the final form, no, this would be the mid-season form, um, mm -hmm. Grateful Damashi, which, with the Icon Driver G, is said to unlock this form. It appears to be a heavily armored form with spiked shoulders and a pointed helmet. So for those of you who played Halo 4, this is basically the Photos armor from Halo 4. But in Kamen Rider. If you didn't, then... I don't know. The ears kind of remind me of Baron. Mm. With the bananas. It has a Baron-esque, Duke-esque vibe to it. Have you seen... Mouthful, sorry. If you've seen... Um, the Kamen Rider War uh, movie War Core which a lot of people have but they don't like it 
It reminds me of the uh, the Nobunaga suit that he wears, like the old samurai type outfit. That's what it reminds me of. Hmm. But yeah, it's definitely a samurai esque type suit. But yeah, this form looks like it's abandoning like the jacket theme that it was going for. Yeah, definitely for this and one. Then it goes on to speculate like how this will affect the toy line, blah 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 blah. Well, if you look at that picture, that is the toy. Like you can tell cuz if you like you look at like the the elbow joint, you can kind of see where like the plastic gives way for the ball joint. You can see where the crotch shot is for the ball for that part. You look at the ankles, you for the can swivel joints and all yeah, that. Yeah, you look yeah. at the you look at the ankles, you can see the ball joints there. So that is the toy. It's not the actual suit we're going to see in the show. Well, it is, but it isn't. So and so we got some more images of the token boost form, which if you've been keeping up with the show, you've already seen it. You see, we see more images of it, more images of it. And then there's the Goemon icon, which goes along with the token boost form. And yeah, I, I just a note for the people listening. I have actually caught up with uh, with Ghost. So I'm an episode behind, but yeah. I will watch it after this. And then, for those of you who have been keeping up, we already got the Drive episode of like the YouTube uh, Legend Writer Icon series, which it was it was good. It was good for what it was. I just wish there was more than just seven minutes of it. Yeah, because I feel like they could have elaborated more on the fact that Heart is back. Wait, was like they could have. Like, they could have been like, oh yeah, he's slowing down everyone, including Ghost and Spectre. So then, there you go, here's the drive icon. And then as soon as he activates the drive icon, he speeds up a bit and uses that. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool. But, I mean, it was... And then he also had a nice little throwback to like oh to, like he's like oh yeah so you want me to change into his form referencing back to when that was the drive guy the drive uh, ghost cross that was pretty cool he's like he even you know, like called him like tamari san so it was just sort of like yeah i i know him what do you want me to do you know he's like take this and transform he's like can i do that well do your little eyeball thingy and yeah which begs the question, where did that shift speed shift car come from? Where did heart come from? We still don't know. There's a lot of stuff they haven't answered yet. And I don't know which one's next, the double or dime one. But double is going to be used by Spectre because of the Spectre having the two horns. Mm-hmm. So it kind of fits in with the design a bit. And then Gaim will be with Ghost again. What I really like, though, is that the little face thingies are the actual like face designs of each of the writers. Oh, yeah. I love that, too. 
And especially with the, the, the drive one, it has the tire on the side. Yep. Like, it's not a full tire sash, but it's kind of there. Well, yeah, because i got to work it with the jacket and all that, so. Obviously. You know, you've even got the shoulder pads for the Gaim one. Yeah. Should be intriguing. I mean, we do get Baron back. Yep. Two. Will it be voiced by the same guy? I don't know. I hope Hopefully. so. They got the same guy who played Hart back to do that one. And and I know the yeah, actor... It would make sense. The actor who plays Kaito loved coming back. I mean, hell, he came back for the uh, the Drive Gaim team-up movie. He came back and for, for Gaiden for, 2. For the Gaiden one. So I'm sure if they asked him back to do a voice for it, he would. Hell, he'd probably show up and do something in person if he could. Yeah. I don't know too much about Double, but it looks like they're fighting a villain from Double. I mean... And it looks like they're, these might not be the only three... Because we have seen pictures of the other suits. It's not in this magazine scan, but... Well, and then it's... they've also got all the icons on the right side. And it would be a waste just just to do those three. I mean, oh, yeah. who they would bring back for Wizard is beyond me. Probably... But... Uh, Phoenix? Go- I Phoenix was thinking uh, Goblin? Goblin? The green one? You mean the guy who looks like Enter? Yeah, him. <laughs> oh, he he looks he doesn't look like Enter to me. He looks more like Jake. From, the face looks like Enter. Yeah, he looks more like Jake from Forze. You wouldn't know that because you haven't seen that show yet. But anybody no. listening will know that reference. And then we have another picture of it, and there's a little thingy on the side for the uh, Drive Ghost movie, which instead of. Instead of Chase being like a ghost guardian, he's actually there. Like he drives. Like if you've seen the promos, he just drives up and is like, "Hey, bitches, I'm back." <laughs> That's kind of how it is. Like, "Hey, I'm back," and we won't see anything about it until April. Sadly enough, yeah. Well, the good thing is, though, something I've noticed with movies: whenever a new movie goes into theaters. Um, another one ends up on DVD. Like this, like the the team up movie, the 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 writer team up movie went into theaters. A little bit when it's in theaters, we now get the summer movies. So when the summer movies come out, we'll get the the Christmas movies, you know, the the winter movies. So I don't know. I just something I noticed. Yeah, it's just how the trend works. Um, oh, and then there's a Ryoma one, which actually, I like it. It's a very interesting suit design, for sure. Looks too much like Spectre to me. Looks a little too Spectre-y, but the red and the blue kind of play off each other kind of well. And the question is, will he only be able to use Roma in... the power the powered up form that's sort of what it's looking to be and then we have a picture of necrom with his wrist changer come on dude get with the program <laughs> it's, and but it looks like he uh people are actually suspecting um the dude the the bad dude with the weird hair alan yeah right, he'll be specter 
I mean, it makes sense. His suit design looks really different well, than... Um, the reason why is because uh, Etoku, who is a suit actor, who I'm guessing will be the uh-huh. suit actor for Spectre, posted a picture of a certain stance, and then someone took a screen grab from one of the episodes from uh, from from uh, from Ghost of Alan doing that same pose. Okay, like going, so like getting ready to okay. fight and stuff like that. So that's why people are thinking Necrom is going to be Alan. And that also, also kind of works, too, because if you look at that, if you look at uh, Necrom Scan 2, in the bottom mm-hmm. left, Necrom is actually fighting Spectre. So, Spectre in his uh, Nobunaga form. Yes. So it's so that kind of also adds to the Alan might be Necrom. Hmm. So. Maybe. I mean, the suit design being different definitely plays along to it, too. Uh, and also... Because... Uh, you, Ghost Inspector's suits are basically the same, just repaints. Yeah, and you would know more about that possibility if you had seen the latest episode. I'm not, like, if you had seen the latest episode, you know, but, you know. Well, what I found funny is, you know how on the Ghost Icons, they, like, for Ghost, Spectre, and Necrom, they have the letters? G-S-N. Strange coincidence that it's the same initials as the Game Show Network? Wow, that's a reach. It is a reach. But that's why I'm here. It looks like his changer, though... His changer's really weird. It's it's different. Especially, and his icon looks different, too, because it has, like, the Necrom sort of face on it. I love Houdini form. Oh, yeah. That... That does look interesting. Also, if you notice... His cape is a hoverboard? No, you know what that is, right? That's his bike. Uh. Oh, shit, that's right. His bike is going to turn into that. Because the I've, I've noticed that. If you look at his bike, his bike has chains on it. Yeah. Sort of like Kiva, how like he transform, you know, Kiva transforms, and like when he does his finisher... There's the one boot that does the wake up, and then like the it opens and the chains break. That's essentially mm-hmm. what I'm guessing what happens. Even the form itself has chains on the face. The butt, the well. So it's the chains I, make sense because it's Houdini, and Houdini is very yeah. So what I think is going to happen for that. when he transforms into Houdini form, the bike is going to become part of his uniform. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Because if you look at sort the... Sort of wall- like what I was wanting for... As, like, final forms for uh, Mock and Chaser to, like, have their bikes pull a Tridron yeah. version onto them. Because if you look... Because that would have been awesome. If you awesome. look at the Houdini Damashi Scan 1, mm-hmm. uh, in the top left, he's on the hoverboard and nothing's on his back. And then the shot right next to it is him jumping in the air shooting and the hoverboard's on his back. So... Yeah. And then we've got another picture of the Gaim Damashi, double Damashi, and that's it for that. So, I mean, it'll be cool if uh, they get more than just those three. Mm -hmm. Because I would love to see what they would do with Wizard and what they would do with... Gremlin! All the other forms. That's what his name was from Wizard. Gremlin. Gremlin, not Goblin. It was Gremlin. Not Goblin. Gremlin. 
Okay, yeah. So, next little bit of news. Is it more Common Rider news? Sort of. Um, Team Up Project for Sentai and Rider revealed. Um, another Common Rider centric one with Common Rider 1 or Kamen Rider Ichigo, a special film commemorating the 45th anniversary of Kamen Rider, along with the 40th anniversary of Super Sentai. And it looks like we're finally getting a new suit for Kamen Rider Ichigo. The people are going nuts because we've already had this. There was Kamen Rider well, the first. And nobody liked that, so they went back to the old suit. Well, I, I don't, I don't think it was supposed to be in canon. It was just sort of a special thing. But now they're doing this, and if you look at the suit, it looks exactly like Kamen Rider the First. And that's why people are like, oh my god, they're finally doing it. So, And then the other question is, will this be like Kamen Rider Sango, where he'll just disappear? Or is this going to be the new suit for Ichigo if he shows up? Will they do modern versions sure. of other ones? Pretty sure this is going to be the suit for Ichigo. I hope it is. It's you know, it's long overdue for them to get a new suit. Forty-five years, holy shit! Yeah, and I really hope they just start updating the suits because, like, Super One, his suit just looks stupid. Mm -hmm. Stronger. I mean, strong. Stronger is beloved dumb. by everybody, but that chest plate is just bulky as hell. That suit just looks ugly. Oh shit! But. I am excited I, uh, to see what they're going to do. My armrest just popped off of my chair. Fun. I'll go back. And then um, ah, shit. There goes the screw. I'll have to fix that later then. I mean, because according to this picture, they've got Sentai on there too. Well, it's commemorating the 40th anniversary of Sentai as well. Oh, so it's just going to be essentially like... It's going to be conglommed, you could say. Of mm -hmm. Sentai and Kamen Rider. The only thing that would make that even better is if, like, random Power Rangers. That would be hilarious. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. That's not going to happen. Because <laughs> I think, is it Power Rangers 25th this year? Well, when this comes out, it'll be... No, it'll be the 24th this year. So 25th would be next year. Next year, okay. So with Ninja Super Steel or Steel Ni Super Ninja Steel or whatever it is. Well, no, it'll be Ninja Steel. Because we have Super Dino no. Charge this year and then Ninja Steel next year. Oh, no, no, no. Next year is the 24th. Because this year's the 23rd. Because last year was the set 22nd season. Yes, okay. Because Megaforce was 20th. Super Megaforce was yeah. 21st. The series is an, yeah. is a year older than me. Is the easy way I remember it. Okay. But, yeah, there's not much else on this other than Juoger is going to be in it. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Probably. But it looks like they're the only Sentai team on there. You're kidding, oh, right? Oh, wait, nope. Nope, nope. I see the Gokaijers. Dude, I see Go Ranger, uh, Gogo 5, Hurricaner, 
Die Ranger, uh, Denji yeah, Man. I'm mistaken. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. See, I didn't take a second to look. Yeah, there's a lot of Sentai teams on there. I think I see the nope. There's the Go Wongers. Tokuger is uh, just right by what would be Ichigo's uh, right leg. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, and then Juoger, trains, planes, and automobiles. Just everything under the sun. We've got magazine scans. We've got trailers. Yep. We've got pictures. We've got cast member names. We've got all of this. Because, you know, we've been under a rock for an entire month. Mm-hmm. So... I'm interested in the show. I'm hoping... I'm hoping it's not going to be... Like... You know... Stupid? To- yeah. The first half of Tokyo slash all of Ninja. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to be another one of those, like... Uh, like... Fun, playful type seasons. Like the second... Well, Tokyo would be considered that. that. Mm. At least the second half. But or the first like, you know, ten fifteen episodes of Game <laughs> before it just took a weird left turn. It's all about dancing, and then oh my god, post apocalyptic, you know, the Jesus apocalypse. embodiment type season. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but we've got cast and crew, story details. Um, I'm not even going to bother opening a link because I've already seen everything like a thousand times over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the whole thing of like being animals but not being animals and can turn into humans is kind of cool. Um, it's kind of like the first stage, the fist stages from Geki Ranger. Yeah. As this article has said. Um, it'll be interesting to hear the backstory. Like, are they cursed? You know, do they have to defeat the enemy so they're not cursed anymore? Well, it looks like they're all from a place called Juland. A world parallel to ours is attacked by aliens. The Death Galean. Four of its inhabitants called Zoomin, Sarah, Leo, Tusk, and Amu, which are the four that aren't red, uh, call for help from a young man from our world. So they take human form while in the human world. Interesting. I guess. I don't know. Oh, so I just like, it's funny that there's an actual world of just furries. Well, I mean, where do you think the fifth sages came from? That was a curse. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. But I'm just joking. They actually had human forms, and then uh, they used, like, this forbidden technique that turned them into their animal forms. Unlo- Have you seen the teaser? I've seen all the teasers, yeah. Okay. Okay, so there's teasers up as well. The opening and ending theme music details, which really aren't that important, but okay. Um, another promo. 
and one more preview, and that's about it. I mean, it looks like it could be interesting. I like the suits. But I really the, like the suits. Like the suits do look very. Interesting. They're like, I feel like they're like a complete contrast to the ninja suits, where it's like, you know, very like out there. Like they've got the giant like uh, shuriken thing down the side or like down the front. Yeah, it's like very like out there. You know, like, Sentai, this. And then you've got Juoger, where the entire helmet has three colors on it. Well, most of them do. Like, red, he has, it's it's all red. There's a little bit of detail to be feathers, and then the visor, and then, like, the beak. There's no crazy, like, outlining or anything like that. It's just red with the detail for feathers, the visor, and the beak. That's it. These are some of the most basic suits I've seen. Oh, yeah. And, like, how they're all <laughs> but, just essentially the color and then just, like, a kind of, like, mock-up of the the animal on their chest. And then they have the white boots, white gloves. Yeah. Which really serves to streamline only white. Because she's just all white. Yep. But should be interesting. We'll see how it goes. And then with their uh, Minecraft-style zords... Yep. I mean, you know this is going to get adapted. As soon as uh, Ninja Steel's over, Juoger will get adapted. Because well, yeah. They'll never miss an animal season. They will skip trains, they will skip planes, and they will skip automobiles. But they will not skip animals. They Dinosaurs. Skip, they, they didn't skip automobiles. They did RPM, they did Turbo, Lightspeed Rescue. That was the joke, though. The joke was planes, trains, and automobiles. I got the joke, but the joke is wrong because they didn't skip automobiles. <laughs> Again, this is that's just me. I you cracked a joke and I put logic into it. Um, they skipped GoBusters. Well, yeah, but that's GoBusters. That's an exception. They had ve- they had planes. They had trains. They didn't have trains. They had automobiles. They had motorcycles. They, they had a helicopter. Oh, yeah, they did. I was like, they didn't have planes. They had a helicopter, they had but a they helicopter. didn't have... Pl- it's technically not a plane. It's an aircraft, so I count it. I mean, the only thing I think we've had for a plane-style Zord would be the, the whale from RPM. RPM. I mean, you can yeah. maybe count the Tiger as like a jet. Like a jet airplane, but that's kind of... You know, stretching it a bit. Because then you had the the rooster, who was uh, another helicopter. Yeah, but... Anyways. Time to go back a little... Back to home a bit. Just to finish off this episode. This crazy, elaborate episode that makes absolutely no sense, but I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Dino Charge, or better yet, Dino Supercharge, which is still just a stupid name. Like, whoever is naming these seasons needs to be fired, because he's literally like, I'm just gonna add Super here, and they're like, genius! I bet it's Saban himself. No. He doesn't get involved with Power Rangers. I mean, what's what's worse? Super Dino Charge or Dino Supercharge? 
Both. Okay, between the two, which one's worse? I think Super Dino Charge would have been worse. Mm -hmm. So. It's still just lazy. I mean, they really should just call it Dino Charge Season 1 and Dino Charge Season 2. Why they have to relabel everything, I don't know. The only time it really made sense was to change from Mega Force to Super Mega Force. Because they changed suits. For no reason at all. But that's a totally different subject. Linkar already discussed this on his History of Power Rangers mm -hmm. and wants to slap everyone in the face because of it. Mm -hmm. But we are 12 days away from it returning to our TV screens. Which means it'll be on the internet a week before. So look for it on the 23rd. Because you know that the Twitter account's going to be like, if we get this many retweets, we'll post it early. Oh, yeah, they will. It'll be like some trivial number. Like, if we get one retweet... No. I think the last time I did it was like 50. And it was like, really? You're kidding, 50. right? <laughs> Put it to 500 and you might actually have a, you know, a difficult time. Yeah. So the first episode title is When Evil Stirs, and we got a promo shot of the team in their Dino Steel modes, with the exception of Tyler, who is in his T-Rex Supercharge mode, which is really just a dumb name. Yeah. But whatever. It's not Carnival, so that's okay. And let's see. And then speaking of episode titles, we actually get to the episode titles for the first eight episodes along with the descriptions. Episode one is When Evil Stirs. And that is... Hold up. Um, I'll have to go to the discussion thread to see the full details. So let that load for a second. The Rangers believe their work is done after they've defeated Sledge and his evil monsters. Unbeknownst to them, an even more powerful monster is picking up where Sledge left off and is closer to the Rangers than they think. Ah, there we go, okay. I had to look him up. <laughs> I was like, where are they? I didn't find them. They were there. <clears throat> uh, forgive and forget. Snide plans to contaminate the city water with venom. That makes you forget who you are in hopes that the Rangers will be infected. Meanwhile, Riley has a score to settle with an old rival at the Amber Beach Marathon. Huh. Did I lose him? An old rival that we've never seen before. Huh. You've been cutting in and out. I was afraid you you dropped. No, I'm still here. A date with danger. After Chase tries to impress his new girlfriend, Kaylee, by showing how talented and accomplished he is. But when it becomes more about him and less about her, Kaylee starts to fall for the Black Ranger instead. Which, you know, is just him. Well, they've done this before. Yeah. They did it. I know they did it in Magic Ranger. There was a, 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 female, um, a female student who was like a, a, not a colleague, but... Who went to the same school as um, the Red, you know, uh, Magi Red. Uh, Magi Red's character, Kai, liked her and tried to tell her a couple times, but he was really shy about it and he didn't, you know, he didn't know how to say everything properly. 
And then he finally got the urge to say something, and it just so happens he was in the Magi Red costume at the time and forgot. And so she fell for the Red, you know, she fell for Magi Red. And, you know, minor spoilers. At the end, I think they get together because she showed up in the, um, the finale for Go Busters. If you remember, with the the big guy who's like, don't give up, don't give up, and they're helping people out of the building. There was a woman sitting on yeah. the, a, a blanket, and she had mm-hmm. a little, like, magic red, like, plushy thing. That was actually a main stable in the show. <clears throat> That's actually from Magiranger. Mm-hmm. He gave that to her. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're married or not, but it was kind of just a nod to that, so... But yeah, this has been done before. Interesting. Where a love interest falls in love with the ranger form over the human form. This next episode description is kind of silly. Okay. <coughs> I put food in my mouth. You say it. Okay. Nightmare in Amber Beach. Shelby receives a pillow from an unknown sender. Um, the creeper alerts are already going off right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she dis- when she uses it to take a nap, she starts living in nightmare. The Power Rangers suspect this must be from Snide, so they all make sure to stay awake. But that proves to be harder than they thought. Funny enough, that episode in Kyoyuger was a uh, a green focus episode. Yeah, but we don't need to give Riley a focus episode. <laughs> He's a swordsman. You don't need to go any further than that. He has a dog. There you go. We're going to give him a story about his dog and that's it. He has a family. What's going on with the family? Oh, you don't need to know that. Well, yeah, I don't know how... I don't know if it's going to be the same, but... It'll be be interesting to see. Because they've done that before. How um, the the one with the robot was an actual blue focus episode for Kyoderger. But for Dino Charge... It was Graphite's introduction episode. Yeah, Graphite's introduction episode. So they've changed it before, so it's possible it could change again. Yeah. Of course, you know, the whole, oh, I got a pillow from a stranger. I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah, I know, right? That's the first thing I think of when I get a pillow from a stranger. I'm just going to sleep on it. No. He's dumb. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, then we've got Roy, Roar of the Red Ranger. <laughs> you Do you have food in your mouth again? No, it's just the way you were saying it. It's like the Roar, the, uh, roar of the yeah, Red Ranger. No. <laughs> it's a lot of R's. Yeah, Roar of the Red Ranger. Wart, 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 wart. Mork, mork, mork. Um, Tyler tries to master the new T-Rex supercharge mode. But after Heckle plants a virus in Kendall's computer, the T-Rex supercharger malfunctions and makes Tyler go wild. Luckily, the Aqua Ranger is able (laughs) to step in before it's too late. So things actually go wild this episode. Yeah. And also, I want to point out, and again, in Kyoju... I know this is a totally different season and people are like, stop comparing it, but... In Kyoju, what happened was Yayui didn't do things correctly. And she didn't know how it worked. She made it, but wasn't sure how it was going to work. So they just... He just tried it in the morpher, you know, in the gobble revolver. 
And that's what turned him wild. And then it took Torrent... Oh, here we go. Snowplow. Pause for Snowplow. Yep. And then uh, it took Torin, who was the, the bird dude, actually had to hold down King, or Daigo, and actually make it so the the charger the charger the and the energy gem holy fudge um judenshi the judenshi thank you would pop out and that's what stopped him from being in that form so but yeah it looks like they're just gonna throw in heckle throws a virus in there because kendall can't mess mess up you know but, you know, they, they could have done that. She's like, I made this dude a dino charger. I don't exactly know how it's going to work, but we can try it out to see what happens. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he tries it out, and it goes haywire. You know, you could have always done that, but no. Yeah. But we'll have the Aqua Ranger come in. And this is where it makes me think Aqua is his dad. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Tyler looks dad. forward Forged oh, under fire Tyler looks forward to catching up with his dad After not seeing him for the past 10 years When Tyler's energy becomes cracked He's forced to mend it by placing it in hot lava Which is for some reason Capitalized okay. And proved to his dad He's not a kid anymore Well I mean You question the hot lava we're also talking about the same series where someone's morpher stopped working, so we had to climb a mountain and stand up so lightning struck it. <clears throat> so, you know. Wait, that had to happen? In space. Silver. Oh, yeah. His morpher, like, yeah. he would, like, demorph at random times. He's like, well, you just need a really crap ton of energy. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to go win a Darwin Award, stand at the top of a mountain, and get struck by lightning because, you know, that'll work. But yeah, all of these signs, all of these stuff is uh, pretty much saying that Tyler's dad is going to be Aqua. Or it's just a strange coincidence. Yep. So, we'll have to wait and find out. Because I know they had the, uh, uh, on the toy for Cyan, not Cyan, Aqua, I'm sorry, had the, um, the description of what Aqua mm -hmm. was about and like how he's been actually fighting the good fight for so long not knowing that there were other rangers so and also it begs the question if Tyler's dad is Aqua then who the fudge is Silver Keeper <laughs> yeah I know right I have another Dino Charger ready <laughs> I mean, Kickback does a better voice. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's done it before. But, yeah. Alright. Take it away, John. Uh, home Run Coda. Kendall creates a new victory charger that requires the core five energy gems. But when Riley becomes Coda's coach... Coda's coach? Wow, that's a mouthful. On the Amber Beach Earthquake Baseball Team. Earth, or Amber Beach Earthquake? Really? Okay. That's the name of the team. The Earthquakes. Yeah. Well, no, it's just Earthquake. It's not Earthquakes. Uh, he okay. has a hard time pulling himself away from the game to help the other Rangers. 
Since when has Riley become all of a sudden a baseball expert? Or is it Coda who gets stuck and, in the game? Who knows? And and why is it that Coda all of a sudden wants to be on a baseball team? Where did this come from? <laughs> like it's it's like in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers where everybody's like, "Hey, we're on the football team now because that's totally a thing." <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Yep. And the last yet final one like we're just gonna shoehorn like a a sports thing in there yep riches and rags when ivan mistakes a thousand year old suit of armor as a training dummy pause for effect he finds himself in debt after destroying it heckle sends in a hybrid monster named spell digger to spread greed to anyone who touches his gold coins How do you mistake a thousand-year-old suit of armor as a training dummy? Well, to be fair, Did it is Ivan just becomes stupid for a second? <laughs> it's Ivan. I don't expect much from Ivan. Not gonna lie. Like, they say Coda's not how the, the smartest, works. but... He knows how the selfie works. That's just a picture. Danger. Anybody yeah. can learn how to take a picture just easily. But, I mean, he's learned how to work a grill and cleaning supplies. and The better question is, why is it that... I mean, like, does he do it in the museum? Like, he just sees something and goes, Hey, look, a training dummy, and just, like, slashes at it, destroying it? Because, I mean, like, it's just... You're, I mean, you, you do have a point. It sounds completely out of character. For him to just be like, oh, look, suit of armor. That's probably a training dummy. I'm going to hit it. And then the other part comes in, where the hell does the debt come from? Does he, like, destroy the armor and the museum curator is like, oh, no, that's technically Kendall. But, like, someone higher up than Kendall is all of a sudden just like, yeah, you have to pay us for that now. I mean... (laughs) None of these make sense. I mean, yes, okay, they're episodes we don't know. They might not be the full description, but at the same time, it's, you know, I don't know. (sighs) These are the questions. That we will never have answered. Probably. Because there's there's always that simple explanation. There's a simple explanation for that. I love that. Explosion occurs in the distance. I love how much Linkara used that. Like when when he did the history of Power Rangers, I love how many times he used that simple explanation for that. Well, because there nothing was ever explained in I, Super. I know, but it, it, it was the thing of the fandom always used that. Whenever someone was like, "It's like, well, what are we going to do this? How are they going to do this?" It's like, well, there's a simple explanation for that, and then it just ends. And seeing Linkara actually pick that up and use that is hilarious to me. Because he feels the same way we do. (laughs) Using it as an ironic sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Then we got a trailer. And the trailer showed some fighting. Showed Snide fighting... Tyler in his Dino Steel form, which isn't the smartest of ideas, but 
I mean, it just basically tells us that's, that Heckle and Snide are two different entities sharing the same physical being. Yep. So, not much to learn from there. Go watch the trailer. Enjoy it. I watched it. I was okay. Yeah. Because we've got more important things, like ninjas. Yep. Ninjas and ninjas. The announcement that made the fandom split completely. That made me just laugh at everyone. The, the, the The announcement that made the fandom split completely since the Go Buster skip. Even worse than the Go Busters skip. Oh yeah, you know, Go Busters was still technically in the running. Yeah, and again, a lot of people were were mad because you know Megazord, Let's Morphin, that whole thing. It was they're trying to be like, hey, look, we we know Power Rangers exists. We're using stuff, and then oh no, we're actually skipping it. I'm like, I don't blame you because one, there's not a lot of toys, and two, the season was meh. Granted, again, it would have been Power Rangers, a totally different show. But I don't know. Again, I'm I I, I was really sort of just like um, eh, either way. But. If they did GoBusters, it the thing with GoBusters is there the more footage would have to be completely new, like completely completely new, not just a take on the already established one because they do it in live action, like in real time. Versus, let's cut to another scene. So, I mean, sometimes you, you are cutting out a lot. Yeah, no, that's on your end. You're probably hearing that. Yeah. Am but I going robot-y is, for you? Sometimes, yeah. Damn it! Might be me then. Oh, that sucks. I don't know. It's probably both of us because everyone's home in my place. Yeah, I'll do it. And then, let's see, so we get ninjas for the ninja stuff. Fingers crossed that, you know, Chiplin does does his magic and, and makes makes these suits actually live up to how great they look. I just want to point out, again, if you've listened to this podcast, we are not the biggest fans of Ninja by far, but you have to think of it this way. Ninja does not equal Ninja Steel. Just the same way Tokyuger would not have equaled whatever they would have Power called. Power Rangers Train Force. Or, yeah, like Express, whatever the hell they were, whatever. But Express that's on what, the rails. Because <laughs> that's what a lot of people think. It's like, well, if they, they, you can't do Ninja. Tokyuger was better. It's like, but see, you're you're looking at it from a an actual Sentai story standpoint. You're not looking at the broader spectrum. You're not looking at the suits. You're not looking at the the, the toys. toys. Yeah, you're not looking at any of that. You're looking at it as going, I liked Tokyuger. It was a good show. I think it was better than Nin Ninja. That's great. But from a money-making standpoint, ninjas are better than trains. And I told Sean, people were like, well, what about Thomas the Tank Engine? Yes, that's the only thing you can think of. If you go trains... And kids, what do you think of? Oh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Great, what else? Because you're not going to think of anything else. There is nothing else. Ninjas are a more boys toy. And it's a better theme for boys. 
because that's their target audience. If girls watch it and girls like it, that's great. But the target audience are the young boys who like ninjas. And you've already seen with Ninja Storm that ninjas work. So they're going to skip the trains and they're going to the ninjas. If you have a problem with that, take it up with Saban. He will listen to you for all of five seconds and he will slap you in the face and tell you to start living your life better. Because you were seriously getting overreacting over this show. Over a children's show. Yes. That is my PSA to all you Power Ranger fans who say that Tokyuger should have been done rather than Ninja. That said, I am looking forward to seeing what Chiplin and them do with Ninja Steel. Because Chiplin's doing an amazing job with Dino Charge. He's taking what he has and creating something far more intricate than we could have gotten with Zachor. Oh, yeah. Zachor was all about... Fascinating. Zachor was all about, like, dumbing stuff down. Especially just for the four seasons for Samurai and Megaforce. It was all about dumbing shit down, doing things as cheaply as possible. Because it's funny, too. When you tell someone that Chip Lin has the same budget that Zachor did, people just, like, their minds are blown. And it's like, it's because Chip Lin knows what he's doing. Zachor had no idea what he was doing. So that's why there's a difference between the two seasons. It's got nothing to do with money. It's got to be... It's got to do with Chip Lynn knows how to make a Power Rangers sh- show well, technically, better than Zachary. Chip Lynn actually did get more of a budget but not from Saban. They got a grant from New Zealand itself because they cast someone as a New Zealand character and they had a New Zealand centered two part episode. Like they ah. did, they got grant money. Which went back into the production, which is why we can get a little more original footage than what would be normally with the Saban-provided budget. At least that's from what I've heard. So does that mean we're going to get a New Zealand character for uh, Ninja Steel 2? Maybe. And I hope it's blue, because that way we we have a New Zealand ninja who uses magic. That would be cool. Also, I wish they... I hope Chip Lin will take the ideas fans had for Samurai and use it with Ninja, where everybody was like, we should have had an Asian Red Ranger for Samurai who came to America looking to form a new team. If they do the same... If they do that with Ninja, that would be even cool. That would be even cooler. A Japanese ninja who has to come to America to train new people to be Power Rangers. You but know, then it's... who do we get for Star Ninja? Hmm. Make it be ironic and make it a Japanese guy who's enthusiastic about American stuff? I like... was just going to say cast RJ <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean... And have him improv all of his lines. Pay him in only sandwiches and pizza. Uh, that would actually be a good wage, all things considered. Yeah. Let him live in a trailer that they <laughs> usually do makeup for. Sleep on a couch and get paid in pizza and cheeseburgers or whatever. <laughs> get paid in cheeseburgers, that's it. 
<laughs> I'd rather get it's paid good. pizza. It's going to be a wacky season. It's because of the source material. But then again, it might not be because look at RPM. Go Wander was a wacky season. Yeah. Well, but then they made Grim Dark RPM. I don't think Chiplin will go that Grim Dark. I could be wrong, but I He's just He's done it before. Has he, he was working on RPM. Yeah, he worked on RPM. Oh, that's right he did. Well, technically he didn't start RPM, he just kind of took over. He took over and finished what he started. Yeah, so it was it was more it wasn't his idea. He just kind of tried to take someone else's idea and run with it. So But that's but why RPM's possible. probably like the the greatest of the Disney seasons at least. Well, yeah, season and like, of Power. And Rangers. people keep saying like uh um Linkara even said it. Like how um Zachor did four years of just shit with Samurai and Megaforce. But he was responsible for one of the best seasons and one of the best finales in Power Rangers history. The countdown to Time destruction. Force. Oh yeah, countdown to destruction. Time force. Didn't he work on Yeah. <laughs> I think he did a lot for, like, Saban work before Disney bought it. But, you know, it's, it's what everybody says. It's like, it's like, well, he did, like, Time Force. He did, like, Lightspeed Rescue. He did In Space. And I'm like, I don't care if he did that shit. That was years ago. That was, like, ten years ago. He comes back to do Samurai and Super Megaforce, and he fucks up that bad? No, there's... there's... I think he just... I didn't think he fucked up. I thought he just didn't care anymore. He was burnt out by the franchise. I mean, there could be that, too. And if that were true, he should have stepped away after Samurai. And then somebody else signed a contract. Yeah. He probably signed a contract. Oh, yeah, he probably did. Although you think it would be like a season thing. Like, you sign you on to do this season, and then the season's over. It's like, you want to do more? Yeah, okay, new contract. Sign it up. I don't know. That's just me, though. But, yeah. Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> I really want Star Ninja to be, uh, or the the Star version to be a Japanese or whatever. Some sort of Asian guy who's really crazy about like, oh my god, American stuff. Look, I even made a cheeseburger for a morpher. Isn't it great? That's the other question. Are they really going to have Star Ninja use the cheeseburger morpher? Yes, because <laughs> I mean, you saw we saw what they did with uh, Jungle Fury, where they got rid of yeah. the hand things and did the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, but you know, who knows? So more ninja stuff. We actually got a brief plot synopsis of what the series going to be. Savon's Power Rangers Ninja Steel starts deep in space. As all good Power Rangers season starts. Yeah. Where Zircon is the reigning champion of the most popular intergalactic game show in the universe. Aha! There's my GSN Game Show Network tie-in right there. Boom. <laughs> wow. And monsters battle to prove who is the mightiest warrior. Zircon is determined to become invincible by controlling the mythical Spirit Crystal. Which contains six supernatural ninja power throwing stars. Because we can't say shuriken. The only thing standing in the way is a new team of heroic teenage Power Rangers who possess the Spirit Crystal. The evil Zircon sends his warrior contestants down to Earth to steal the crystal, and fails every single time. 
mm-hmm. where e- each epic battle against the Rangers is broadcast throughout the universe. Together, the Rangers must master their arsenal of throwing stars, zords, and megazords, each made of legendary ninja steel, in order to stop this evil threat and save our planet from destruction. And then it goes on to say that Chiplin is the executive producer again for this season, and we can assume Ninja Steel. We can assume Ninja Steel will be using footage from Ninja. Yeah. Hmm. No, we're going to be using Kaku Ranger footage. I'm pretty sure. Actually, maybe some Jiraiya footage. That'll be interesting to see if they do the crossovers. Obviously, they're not going to do the uh, the Jiraiya one. Well, I mean, they might. You never know. Chiplin might pull something out of his ass. But and be like, oh, it's a legendary ninja. Well, who the hell's he? Where the hell's he been all this all this time? Well, there's a simple explanation for that. Oh, by the no, way, it'll be more like he was defending Japan or something, you know, as all yeah, great ninjas do. It would be actually pretty cool if they actually called him Jiraiya. Yeah, the only thing is they're not going to get Oriko back for uh, Kaku Red. I'm happy with that because he's not a ninja in Power Rangers history. He's just an alien. Yeah. Again, that's of that's where that's where I hate it. It's like we can't get a full ninja team up because one of the teams is technically alien. They're not ninjas. And plus the actor for Oroko retired from acting. Oh, well. I'm ashamed. I am saddened. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy, but I am saddened. All the sarcasm in the world. And Shane, the actor for Shane, has gone on record saying that he wouldn't want to come back either. He wouldn't? No. Wow. Well, that sucked. Well, no team up then. Which sucks, because they get shurikens. The only one we might see is the one with uh, the Samurai Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. The Ninja Storm Samurai Green. Because his actor has been... Like, he's been on record saying that he would love to. I bet everybody would, except, obviously, Shane's actor. Although, I I feel like... Because uh, there wasn't, like, a massive team-up team-up. If there was, I'd be like... I feel like if, you know, all of the others were like, Look, come on, it's just a one-time deal. It's ninja team-up. Can you just, for this once, show up? I'm sure he would. But if it's just him, he probably won't. Yeah, no. But that's fine. If they don't do any crossovers, that's fine. It's fine. I mean, like, I, I wish they would do crossovers, but, you know, can't help it if they don't. And then we move on to the MMPR fan wanking, as I like to call it. Yeah. Comic books and a shitty logo with too many lightning bolts. <laughs> you even put that in the show notes. <laughs> too many damn lightning bolts. Yeah. <laughs> even the people on Toku Nation in the discussion thread are like, too many lightning bolts, dude. Too many yep. lightning bolts. Yep. Like, I don't know what was with those two lightning bolts on top, but that was annoying. Like, two just random lightning bolts sticking out of the top of the P. Like, it doesn't even have... Like, the only thing that resembles the Power Ranger lightning bolt is the P. 
Yeah. The others shouldn't have lightning bolts attached like, to it. Like I said, if there were lightning bolts on that at all and you needed more than one, make it on the P and make it on the last R in Rangers, and I'm good. And don't make them pointing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the down ones. The coming off the, the bottom, not the top. Because the top just makes no sense. Well, like, it does if you look at it from a shape design, especially with the R, because it makes the lightning bolt shape. But on the P, it just looks like a letter L. Or yeah. a seven. Yep. Um, then we have the Boom Studios comics, which I might pick up, might not. Don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like, even if I had the money, I wouldn't care enough. People, you know, people are only buying them for the covers. But I'm going to buy one, see which cover I get. Oh, I got yellow. Okay. Well, I want the other one, so I'm going to just keep buying them till I, you know, till I get what I want. Because that's that's the same thing to do, right? Right. Uh, no, no, it's not. And honestly, it's a comic book. Yeah. Based on MMPR, I'm I'm kind of burnt out on MMPR. Don't care. Don't give a flying shit about it. I love how I swear so much, and then it's just really like surprising and funny when you do. Yeah, because I just I don't usually swear like crazy. I do. I have a sailor's mouth, and I. I'm proud to admit it. <laughs> yeah. But moving away from comic books to DVDs because DVDs are way cooler than than comic books about Power Rangers anyways. You know how um there were like the complete series box sets for all the Power Rangers seasons? And then they just released the giant Jason head filled with every single season? Yeah without actually releasing the previous ones standalone, well, we're getting Wild Force, finally. <laughs> everybody wants to watch Wild Force, right? No, no one does. <laughs> the only the only episode of Wild Force people give a damn about, well, actually, there's three episodes people give a damn about, and that's the, the two episodes with the crossover with Time Force, and then Forever Red. That's all people care about. I don't give a damn about the rest of the season. Rangers in Time, yeah. No, it's uh, Reinforcements from the Future. Reinforcements from the Future, Parts 1 and 2. Yep. And then Forever Red. That's it. That's all people care about. They didn't even get Orico back for that one either. Nope. <laughs> they barely had Leo. Yeah. No, they I, barely... I remember he showed up and then... Uh, but it was later... Because he, cause he had such uh, bad memories of the Lightspeed Lost Galaxy team-up, how he realized that a little girl was going to get more screen time than him. So he backed out. So did the girl, the woman who played uh, Trakina. Yeah. So that's when he, when he was at, uh, asked back for Forever Red, he's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And then he was like, no, f- everybody's getting like equal screen time. And he's like, oh, okay, fine, I'll do it. And then he just like photoshopped him into certain places. Like, really badly, too. But, yeah. Yeah, they didn't even do the Aquatar little voice thingy on... Oracle, on yeah. Which really bugged me. Because it's like, you did all of this continuity thingy-majigger through four seasons. And then you just kind of throw it away in what's supposed to be, you know, an anniversary special... Like, I'm glad we didn't have anyone talk other than the Rangers without the helmets on in um, 
the legendary battle. Yeah. Still hate the fact that they made Titanium Ranger Bane Titanium Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm glad they did did it the way they did because if they would have taken uh, a note out of Common Rider and Sentai, they would have just hired random voice actors to do the voices because that's what they do now. Like if if you know the 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 voice act you know, if the actors don't want to come back they just do random voices. They'll hire someone to be like, "Hey, can you kind of sound like this?" Or like, maybe. Like I rewatched Superhero Tyson Z, the guy they got to do the voice for O's because uh, Shu Watanabe, who played Eiji, didn't come back to do the voice, and the guy like Shu's voice is kind of a higher pitched. The guy that they brought back or they brought in to do the O's voice was like low. It was like this. And it's like, these are two totally different voices. You couldn't have at least tried to do it properly? It just doesn't make sense, and it was lazy. And it kind of sounds like a Power Rangers thing to do, actually, now that I think about it. Mm. (laughs) Another rant by me. Yeah, so... Getting a DVD... Shout Factory. They do cool stuff. Like what we're going to talk about next and our final point of the night. Day, noon, night for night night for me. Well, no, it depends on when the audience is listening to this. Oh, well, I was just you can say night. Fuck the audience. Who gives a damn about the audience? We're doing this on our time. <laughs> we we actually do care about you. Don't worry. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, you know. Share, you know so, tell your friends. Shout Factory to live stream Jew Ranger. Curio Sentai Jew Ranger. Yep. On their website or via Pluto TV if you use Android, iOS, Roku, or another TV stick service. And that's going to be this Saturday. On January 23rd. If you're listening to this on the 24th, you've already missed it. Dun, dun, dun. If you're listening to this three years from now, why are you listening to this specific episode three years later? Unless you're catching up, and then thank you. I don't know what episode we're on by then, if we're still going or not, but if you are trying to catch up, wow, you have determination, and I appreciate it. (laughs) You are more determined than both John and I are. Yes. And I'm watching the X-Files from, you know, the 90s right now. Another show I don't think I could watch. I pro- I might be able to, depending. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, so they're going to be live streaming this because they can. Um, and it's going to be billed as the Super Sentai Spectacular Saturday. Try saying that five times fast. I would if I actually read it, but I I didn't read it, so... <laughs> Anyways, it'll be hosted by Tokusatsu expert August Ragone, which apparently that's a title that you can have now, Tokusatsu expert. Damn. And it'll run from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time until 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So what, they're going to play like four episodes? I don't know. I mean, it's a, what, a three-hour block? Three hours, so at 20 minutes a piece, roughly. 
You're looking at like three times three, nine episodes? At most. If they play them all, which they probably won't if it's hosted by someone. So so they'll probably play like five to six episodes. Eight at most. Yeah. Because if it's but, if it's super you know super Sentai special or whatever, then they're probably going to be like, hey, if you like this, you sh- you would probably like this and this. Buy and our Die Ranger DVD. Yeah, essentially. So buy it, buy it, buy it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much the news. Unless something shows up right now when I click the news button. I haven't been paying attention to my Twitter feed, so... <sighs> um, um, let me go to my Twitter feed, then. Double-check Toku Nation, see if anything popped up. Nothing popped up on Toku Nation, so to Twitter. If Twitter would freaking load on my phone. I always have TweetDeck up. No, I'm seeing nothing other than someone doing customs of Fury and... Like, not Power Ranger related, or Toku whatever related, but uh, Will Wheaton uh, posted something on uh, Twitter saying something like... uh, like I, I've I've had it. I'm done seeing the shut up Wesley. So that anybody who does it from now on, I'm just going to ban. Patrick Stewart replied with "Shut up, Will." <laughs> I almost thought about doing that too. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, I kind of want to respond with "Shut up, Will," but then I'm like, I don't want him to ban me, so I'm not gonna do that. And then I saw a screen grab of Patrick Stewart saying, shut up, Will. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to draw the episode to a close. Um. Yeah, no, that's going to draw it to a close. We've got nothing else to say. Nope. Other than <clears throat> we'll be back in... Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks after Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, actually, we'll, we'll probably try to think. This one, this one's gonna have to go out before that. Um, well, because I have another podcast to edit, so I don't know how much I'm gonna edit tonight. Um, oh, apparently, huh? Supergirl's on right now too. Oh, I know Supergirl's just ending for me. Yeah. Huh. I saw. I still haven't seen last year's either. So, or yeah, last year, last week's either. So, uh, here we go again. Yeah, uh, and th- we're gonna end this before I start talking even more stupid things. Um, if you want to find me, Twitter, you know, Foo Mix a lot. I'm there, Sean. If you want to find me uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's at Star- Snarky Sean. Please don't find me anywhere else, though, because that'd be creepy if I saw you in real life. Yeah, and I don't know who you are, and I don't leave. And the you ho- just call me Sean, and I tend not to leave the house, especially with winter and snow and stuff. So if like you all of a sudden see me, you probably shouldn't be in my house. <laughs> uh, but 
You can find the podcast, Geekishly Toku Podcast, is on Facebook at that. Uh, Geek Toku Pod on Twitter, uh, Geek Toku Pod Blogspot.com. It's also on iTunes, so if you want to catch it there, if you're not listening from there. Um, and that'll be all for the week. Uh, if you have questions, comments, anything, feel free to do the Twitter thing. Uh, Existential comments. We actually knows? do have an email, which is the Geekishly Toku Podcast at gmail.com. So if you do feel like sending an email, go ahead. You can catch us anywhere I just mentioned. If you have comments, questions, you want to ask us, we can answer on air, whatever. You know, knock yourself out. Just don't ask don't us. Don't literally knock itself out. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. It's like, just don't ask us what type of underwear we wear because that gets kind of awkward. You know? Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually wearing them, so we're good. I mean, so am I, but. Or am I? <laughs> I don't know. I might be. I can't remember. It's been a weird day. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna end the episode. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks for the next episode where we get to talk about all things Legends of Tomorrow, hopefully in its badassness. Um, and the we'll be able to talk about the two episodes of Ninja possibly before the last two because there's four episodes left. Um, but yeah, we will see you in. Two weeks. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>
Radio. Ride it out.